I'd lie to you. And, and you said you'd never turn on me. You lied to me. Yes, I did. Yes, I did, did, did. to you. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Barry Watts Crew Podcast, episode number 24. Uh, this week's episode is slightly different because we are two down this week. Uh, J-Pop Magic Fresh is been away um, in his penthouse in Sutton-on-Sea and he's now gone to see a lady friend in the east of London and Johnny Ribena is in his penthouse in Spain Yep, bathing with hundreds of different ladies of different nationalities um, so in the house tonight it's a chilled out subdued set for you this evening and it's um, G-Dog hello, good evening <laughs> And Johnny Ribena um, is in the door here. <laughs> and Barry Walks. I'm Hello. Johnny Ribena, I like the fuck. Or whatever he says. I'm uh, Barry Walks. What we been watching? What you been watching? What you been watching? Watching with just two of us. The <laughs> um, first film we watched this week was a Danish documentary, which looks like a not a documentary, called Armadillo. Yeah. And uh, G-Dog. Yeah, it's about uh, a Danish platoon of soldiers. I don't know if you call them a platoon, do you, in Denmark? Um, I don't know. A group of soldiers. Are they uh, called a Donken? <laughs> probably. A group of Dan- like Danish soldiers called Don- Like Dane bars. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's... It's, uh, it's a bit... Well... Uh, it follows these guys in their first six months of the tour of duty in Iraq. Yeah. Uh, it was still no, not Iraq. That was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's all the same, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> same thing. There's people in uh, people in strife. And it follows them out there, and the actual cameraman goes around with them. It's quite heart racing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's quite. It tense. follows them from the beginning, like yeah, from uh, when they go away and they're getting like strippers in and stuff. I assume it's strippers. Or it might be. In their I think it's. I think it's one of the um, sisters. <laughs> Could be, yeah. Or the whole platoon. <laughs> um, and then the one that, that when they're away, they're watching a lot of porn as well. Yeah. On yeah. laptops. Yeah. That's probably That's, what a lot of soldiers do. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, but yeah, right. The way it's filmed, it's filmed no masturbation. Quite, uh, yeah, you don't, see, you don't see any masturbation. No, but, but sadly, but you do see um, <laughs> a lot of fighting. And I think the best bit of it is when you see um, them blow up for um, for for Afghanistanis. Afghanistanis. <laughs> um, we did talk about this segment in a. We did get pissed and talked a little bit about yeah. this, which I may cut a segment of that in now. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that's a good idea. <laughs> well, Although not. I probably actually said more about it when I was pissed. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying hard to uh, describe it now. It's it's very much like the film Restrepo, um, which is a similar thing, but filmed from uh, the Americans' point of view. But what was different about Restrepo? It had a lot of. It was very obviously a documentary because it had lots of interviews with the soldiers themselves, like facing the camera and saying their little bit, and then showing bits of the war and what have you. Where whereas the Danish one, it was filmed sort of. Yeah, off the shoulder sort of thing, and like it was always, it was always just them being filmed. They were never like being interviewed. It was just like little yeah, I prefer that them talking. Yeah, I, it feels like you're actually there. Yeah, with them. to begin with, it did seem like oh, it's just a, a really gritty, uh, fictionalized account of what happened. But it, in fact, it was all, yeah, it all really did happen. And it was quite, yeah, it was quite moving. There's uh, the odd, oh yeah, getting shot. There's odd, yeah, odd a few ones. injuries. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Any highlights of the film? What's your favourite bit, do you reckon? Well, I mean, it all, obviously it all comes down to the, the part where they actually... Um, have a little scrap. Yeah, have a little scrap with the uh, Afghanistan. Which, which, that's what it comes down to. The moment people's 
when people go on war to go to war and uh, they go on tour or whatever, it usually does come down to these little moments, and that's all that it, like only little glimpse. It's never going to be like it is in Platoon when Charlie Sheen's just running around at the end, like just shooting like <laughs> millions of people, like he's playing Operation Thunderbolt down the fucking Operation arcade Thunderbolt or whatever. So yeah, it was. It come down to just them going. There's some people, there's some Afghanistanis in front of us in the trench somewhere, throwing a grenade in and blowing up four of them, and then yeah. going up to them and shooting them at close range. It was quite yeah, that which and then dragging the bodies around, and and leaving the them in the around. trench. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. Um, going look at his face, it's all blown apart. Or getting in trouble for it. What would you give yeah. that out of a thousand? Then, or anything <laughs> else you want to say about that? Um, I, I'm finding it hard to put into. To uh, yeah, I haven't done one of my um, really really well done written down reviews uh, you've only ever this. done one of those I know and it was really boring and everyone hated it so <laughs> I think it's a lot easier just to go just to mention a few bits from from uh, whatever you watch and then uh, rate it out of a thousand so do that then okay <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll have to go for the 800s I think 873 all our films were 800 I'd definitely give that more than 800 I'll give that 900 would you? yeah okay. I think that's definite because I, I was thinking oh this might be a bit boring but as soon as it comes on and like, you think that's the best documentary I've seen on Warfare apart from Rambo 3 but if you think about it, 873 is quite a high score because if that was a 5 star film that would be a 4 4 and 3 quarter star would it? yeah right, yeah still yeah. good alright okay that's no, the scores for would. that one um, we also watched a movie, a documentary about. It's a bit like my big fat gypsy wedding. I highly recommend this, but it's about what? my big sap, big sap gypsy fo- boxing. <laughs> big fat gypsy boxing. Big fat gypsy boxes. Um, it's a documentary. Of, this bloke was originally meant to film a gypsy wedding in 1997. The Queen McDonald's the Queen and the Joyces are the Nevins. It doesn't matter. I sent for you. You no, you sent for me. We didn't send for you. <laughs> And uh, when so he went to film the wedding, they said, "Oh, can you, can you? What did they say about coming and filming a fight? How did they say that? Can, huh? you, can you come and film a fight? Yeah, you uh, film a fight for yeah. us. Did he? Did they, I don't remember them actually saying. Mm, they did. No, I don't think it was on film. And then we film, filmed the fight in a car park, and then he got into all the mythology of the gypsies and why they fight travellers. <laughs> it's they mythology. Fight. <laughs> yeah, because it goes does actually exist. Goes back to Norse it's times. Not, it's not really a myth. <laughs> And basically, what happened was you find out later in the film. This isn't really any spoilers. The gypsy God of War, Thor, Big, Big Joe Joyce, Odin, the Gypsy God of War, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sent Thor down, sent King of the Gypsies, to fight Big Joe Joyce. <laughs> Big Joe Joyce, I may be an old man, but I'm a strong man, McGovern. Um, so what happened was you find out later, but there was a fight at a wedding in like '92. This is how it all started. Yeah, and because uh, most people know about gypsy fighting, because you'd have seen it on. Uh, big yeah, Gypsy yeah, Wedding if you've watched that fight, yeah. but this film shows you why they fight because yeah. it is like two families and it's basically what happened was there was a but there was other families involved as well weren't there because there was the Nevins, that, Nevins. The, one, the, the one that they all had different stories Joyce's of what happened governs. and it's all, all very petty it always usually started with someone getting beaten up but the main one between the Joyce's and the McDonough's who were actually related they're all related yeah. they're all cousins or whatever somewhere along the line they're all pretty much inbred at all the pikeys. Oh. And um, so if we've got any pikey listeners, then, uh, well, you'll probably agree that you are sort of all related in one way. Yeah, you're all related. I wouldn't say inbred. No, not inbred. Sorry. Um, but, yeah. They, Retarded. But they, it was someone got murdered. Someone did actually get killed. And one of the McDonald's got accused of manslaughter. It was... Um, that was outside a wedding, wasn't it? Was the it was brother, it? I think it was yeah. the older brother of James... Is it James... Uh, Big James Quinn McDonough. Big James Quinn. Um, who was like... Who looked, Pretty much was the hardest one. It was yeah, pretty much unbeaten. Although there was a few few people he didn't fight, which would be interesting to see. 
but yeah, apparently his brother killed someone, and then it was just an ongoing feud. So everyone kept kept challenging him to fight, and uh, he kept beating him and saying, "Oh, I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to fight anymore." Yeah, that'll be the end of it. And then obviously next time someone, but they kept sending. Videos. Next time someone sent for him, he'd fight him. They sent, and there's a lot of money in it, like thirty grand, like ten grand. Yeah, goes the two up and the up. families all put up equal amounts of money, so if it's a thirty grand, yeah, something, yeah. Or fifteen grand each or whatever, and then obviously the winner takes home the other family's money. And they kept sending each other videos before the days of the internet yeah. in '97, but now like all the videos are on YouTube. A lot of those videos as well. Like wrestlers, look at them. I'm gonna crush him. Yeah, and they love it. I think they love it. Baldy fuck. Fair play to him. We won't tell you where the last fight happens. If you watch it, there's a little treat uh, for that. Yeah. For those, uh, for those in the Shires. A little bit close to home for that one. Um, but yeah, good film. Really good film. Uh, but one major... I don't know whether it was because of the copy that we had, but uh, the guy who spent 10 years making the film, unfortunately, didn't manage to <laughs> dub his own voice over it very well. So he was, he was giving a lot of uh, interesting information over the top, but you couldn't hear for shit, so you have to rely on what the pikeys are telling you. And With subtitles. subtitles. Yeah, which which is... Yeah, which I suppose. You sound like John Nevin. Said that both together then. <laughs> <laughs> which is the only way you can actually tell what's going on here because uh, Martin Mc, McGuinness. McGuinness or whatever his name was. <laughs> could, uh, yeah, well, I think what you were saying. They're all called McGuinness. Yeah. Um, so what do we give that out of a thousand? I'll, 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 yeah, I found that probably interesting, so uh, I'll give that a. 900 as you say yeah, I'll I'll bit, I've been a bit stingy with my marks recently I think I'll give that a 900 that's on, that's on demand now anyone if you want to go and download that on demand yeah. I think you know what on demand means <laughs> wink wink imagine <laughs> um, download them all another great movie we got a screen a copy for wink wink is the new Will Ferrell movie which is another like an indie comedy yeah Will and Ferrell. I didn't hear much it's about this going comedy. in usually I've uh, heard a bit about these films I think I saw the trailer but that's it I don't think I really knew anything about it yeah. I just heard the title um, it's called Everything Must Go it's based on a short story uh, Will Ferrell loses his job and comes home to find that his wife's locked him out of the house and put all his possessions on the lawn because yeah. he's an alcoholic um, and then he starts living on the lawn and adventures continue from there basically yeah but it's, um. It's, yeah, it's very good. It's, I really enjoyed that as well. So when you got, say Will Ferrell alcoholic, though, he's not like comedy crazy alcoholic. No, no, it's, it's, it's darkly comic, but he's he's playing it straight, like, similar to his role in Stranger Than Fiction, obviously a completely different mm. character. But, um, yeah, he, he does it very well. And uh, he's, I think he's very interesting as an actor when he's sort of playing it straight as well. As the, you know, I mean, a few little comic, comic bits. He could have, he could have overdone that and played, yeah. it, played it. You know what I mean? It's not really a comedy at all, is it? No, it's just. It's, it's, I mean, it's darkly there is funny bits in it. He's doing a Jim Carrey. Yeah, if you're, if you like um, Will Ferrell in uh, old school or anything like that, then yeah, you might, yeah, you don't go expecting that. I won't um, watch it again. It's, it's, yeah, it's along the similar lines to Punch Drunk Love and stuff like yeah. that. I suppose. Not that I've ever actually. Well, they called Punch those kind of films. There's a name from in there, like is it in the. Don't know. Drama things. Oh shit! I call it a black comedy. I no, suppose. there's something. Anyway, if anyone knows what they're called, write in. I can't even remember what they're called now. Yeah. We do know our films, but sometimes uh, we get we put ourselves on the spot. I, I thought it was cool the relationship he had with the kid, and I thought it was quite interesting how yeah. like at first he's protecting all his stuff. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I doesn't really care for and the kids. Sort of, and then he, yeah, he sort of breaks him down. And yeah, that's quite good. That was quite emotional actually. I, I almost cried at the end when. Um, really? Yeah. When. Uh, <laughs> He found that <laughs> the kid. He's riding away on his bike and he says goodbye and he gives the Irish short changing. Yeah. So uh, what are you going to give everything must go out of a thousand? I, I, I think that's up there as well. I'll say eight, close to 900. I'll say 892. Cool beans. 
And uh, there's one other thing we both watched this week. Oh yeah, I'll give it about I'll give it about seven hundred that film oh. six fifty seven hundred good, but I won't want to watch it again. There's one of those ones you don't hear about, then you look in Blockbuster and you see it, and you think, Mm. oh shit, what's that? I never heard of that. Um, Next one we got up, we watched Louis, two episodes of Louis this week, and they were wicked. Season two. Season two, yeah. The last few episodes now. And all all of of the Louis have been really Do you think that's better than Kirby Enthusiasm? Yeah. I do, yeah. Because like, for, for me, it's become uh, it's just become too fast, cool curb, and it's like too yeah. obvious how things are gonna happen, and there's not much re- the realism's gone from it. You just yeah. know, you see a little moment happen, and they go to the music, and then you know that that's gonna be a big major thing's gonna be made of it. It follows the same formula each time, and then you know that the end joke's gonna be. Yeah, something from the to very do with beginning. that outburst that Larry David has at uh, a stranger about something really stupid, which I don't think he might be a bit like that, but I'm pretty sure. What I don't like in every like episode, that. he talks about something and he says, They've done the dun dun dun. dun yeah, and everybody done, yeah, knows yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was that when he did this The arm up, yeah, which is running yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the talk, no, the, uh, and jumping into the queue, the, the, the chat and yeah, cut. The chat, chat and cut. Yeah, yeah, and all that. He should do the chat and cut. I didn't do the chat and cut. It's like, How the fuck do you know what the chat and cut is? It's like saying he's made up with his mates. Yeah, bollocks. But Louis is like, a lot more realistic and a lot yeah. darker as well. Yeah, yeah. It goes to like territory that I don't think I can imagine Larry David no. sitting on a chair masturbating some image of <laughs> a woman in a lift and she's yeah. going to stick that bag of dicks up, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, a Chinese bloke comes in and puts inspired. him off his stroke. Yeah, yeah. I cannot see Larry, <laughs> Larry David doing that. <laughs> and this Doug Sandhawk one was good. That was brilliant, yeah. I did like the, uh, the, uh, the back and forth between them two where it's like, oh, he was like. Yeah, I'll tell you yeah, what's clever about that really. is because you think, if uh, like any other thing you watch, it twists your expectations a little bit mm. because you expect. When I was watching, I was expecting Doug Stanhope to go into that club and be shit. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. playing a character. He's not playing Doug Stanhope, but obviously but he he's won't. not. <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, 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 and that's why it's quite cool. It's yeah. like the, one of the first like, episodes where he meets up on a Facebook. And you think he's gonna yeah. be really fit. Yeah, I like that idea of him playing that because I thought he was gonna play himself when I yeah. thought, when I heard he was in it. He was gonna play himself. But he's not. He's playing a character, but who's a lot like himself. Obviously, not as depressed. And I don't think Doug Stanhope's got any. No, um, well, you know he thoughts of killing himself at the moment. Well, but. God, I hope not. <laughs> if you're listening, Doug, which you probably don't, don't. Do it, man. You've got so much to give. Yeah, um, but I, I like that idea of him being an underground comic, like starting out and like has just just played all the seedy little shitty places and never wanted to like any fame or anything. A bit like Kurt, like the Kurt Cobain of comedy, mm. and then um, and then yeah, wanting to go out the same way as well. Nice sensible. Um, uh, you can tell how the mood changes this week. Now it's just us two just chatting, shooting the breeze about movies. <laughs> yeah. No, we've got Wanny, Wanny Ribena and uh, Johnny Ribena and Jay pop in. Yeah. And I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, really so, nice. did you watch Doctor Who at all? Let's kill Hitler. I uh, no, is that the new the new one from the new yeah. series? No, I saw the end one, the last one of the last series, which was uh, um, leading up to. And that put this you on. Tech news, tech, tech, tech news, technological news. What's happening in the world of technology? Tech 2011. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Now, this is a new segment called Tech News 2011, where we're going to try and keep you up to date with all the latest happenings in the world of technology. Uh, we've got iPads, we've got tablets, we've got reviews of um, new handheld devices. I'm talking gaming devices, 3DS. Uh, PlayStation Vista, um, we've got Xbox, what about the next generation? We're going to be talking about all that and much, much more. Um, I'm going to start with G-Dog talking about the big news this week, and that's Steve Jobs leaving Apple. So yeah. Did I, you hear about that, G-Dog? No, I did, yeah, and I'm not surprised, really, because uh, every time he does a launch of something new for Apple, 
he looks like he's going to die. So well, he has been very ill. Actually, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, so obviously he must. He's got cancer. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I'm not surprised he's taken a bit of time out. I think he's got enough money. Obviously, not enough to cure himself of cancer. Do you think he should but... wear black because that's slimming? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because he's not slim enough with all the cancer and illness and stuff. So yeah, no, I think maybe he should wear white. He maybe should start wearing a white baggy t-shirt. <laughs> make him look a bit more healthy, and he could carry on. So is yeah, that? So... Do you think the share price will go down? I pay three. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I think Apple products sell themselves. I don't think they need Steve Jobs. I think if you ask most idiots who've got a fucking iPod or an iPad, they don't have a fucking clue Steve no, Jobs is anyway. Um, as far as I know, some other geezer's been running the company for him anyway. But yeah, he should take some time off, try and put some of that money towards finding the cure for cancer, because he's got so much. Oh, he should do, actually, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe that'll be the breakthrough, Steve Jobs pouring all his money into it. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, that was te- this week's tech <laughs> news. I uh, hope you enjoyed that, about listeners. The tech, and... Um, Tune in next week for technological news. Well, listeners, now that we'd like to... um, Now it's just me and G-Dog here now, and we feel that we can be a bit more intimate with you listeners, and we want to talk about our memories of something that's very close to our hearts um, that we'd probably be a little bit too embarrassed to talk about in front of J-Pop. And Johnny Ribena, and that's the Paul Daniels Which magic set. jokes and stuff about it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, we don't want to, want to do I that. I want to talk seriously about it. And it's the Paul Daniels magic set, the 50-piece or the 100-piece. I don't... I think... I, what one did you have, Gina? The 25-piece. Did they do, did they do they a 25-piece yeah. one? Did well, you, maybe we did have 50-pieces. There was a fi- I'm sure there's a 50-piece and a 100-piece. How do you class a piece of it? Oh, that's tricks. So there's a 50-trick one and a 100-trick one. I suppose well, if you've got a pack of cards in there, that's 52 pieces. Or was it 50 tricks and 25 tricks? Oh, I don't know. All, I'm, all I, just, I just remember it being really shit. Do you remember his face on the front of the box smiling? <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. And do you remember when at Christmas morning you first opened the box, the smell <laughs> of those fresh plastic oh, tricks? Oh, yeah. With the wand. The wand, the shitty wand. And you could, uh, you could, you, do, the, could you do a trick with the wand where you pull the white bits up and down to make it look like it's shrinking or something? Probably. And the cups and balls. Yeah, there's cups and balls. That's all I remember is there's crappy little foam balls, oh. a few little cups, and a really shitty, cheap fucking wand. And uh, a little plastic stick with traffic lights on. And just not being able to fool anyone with the tricks because everyone got the, the same magic set. What about the that string, Christmas? the rope that you could do a knot in and pull it and disappear? Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, but as I say, the major flaw with it was that every other fucker had it that I knew. So, so did you ever put on a magic show with it? No. No, I, I don't know. I think it's probably one of the most short-lived toys I ever had. Be good to go on um, Penn and Teller fool us with a Paul Daniel magic set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start doing tricks out of Paul Daniel magic set. Balls. Yeah, do it when you, the one when you. Oh my it god! I've never seen that one. <laughs> well, you fooled us. Um, to Vegas. So that was the segment, guys. Well, me and G Dog just chill over, chat about the Paul Daniels magic set. If you want to share your thoughts on the Paul Daniels magic set, if you remember owning it, using it, then feel free to email in. You might have made a lot of money off it one time. There's no shame in that. If you ever kids. took it to the bathroom. And just stared at the picture of Paul. And <laughs> made some magic. Made some magic happen. Made some white magic happen. <laughs> and wiped the white magic round his forehead. <laughs> Don't be ashamed of that, listeners. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's okay. Male or female. Um, thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> email time. Now, we've had an email in this week. And uh, shame we can't share this with Johnny and... J-Pop, but we want to read it out this week because he's a big fan. Um, now I don't know if this is a, a, a real name, or well, I'm sure I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's uh, from somebody called Major Wetass. 
And um, Major's got a tip um, for you. And uh, last week, Johnny was talking about... What was he talking about? Social proof and things oh, like that. Uh, what, uh, what, on the game. Yeah, on, on the, the game. game. Talking to girls and things like that. And Major Wet Arse has written in with a tip because he heard last week's <clears throat> episode. And um, he says, Hi, crew. Here's a tip um, for when you're out and you want to impress a lady. Pa- all you need to do is paint one of your fingers brown. Um, I'm presuming means with tip sharpie, probably. Uh, uh, acrylic paint's probably the best. Acrylic that, paint, that can okay. be peeled off easier. Um, it says or then, enamel for lasting effect. Yeah, okay, or enamel. And then it says put put a small piece of sweet corn on the tip. Okay, let's try that now. It's got a sweet bit of sweet corn here. Get that on there. And then just sellotape the sweet corn over the... You don't want to use terracotta brown. You want to use a... Choc- more of a chocolatey type brown. Okay, well, uh, what make that a bit darker? Yeah. Okay, well, put, put some sellotape over the tip. Okay, well, I've done that. And then it says, um, now it looks like you've put your finger up a girl's arse. Oh, God. And you can impress... Oh, right, I see. It says sweet corn on the end of the tip and a brown finger. So it looks like you've put finger up somebody's arse. Finger in an arse. Finger in a bum Oh, that's clever, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where that would get you in life, but... Uh, I'm sure most girls would... Love that. Well, thanks for that, Major Wet Ass. Um, I don't know if we'll be trying that, but any listeners out there that want to try that out and have got any feedback on that? If yeah, you... let us know. Let us know how you get on. Now, we recorded a segment of the podcast when we'd had a little bit to drink. Um, I'd like to play this for you now, listeners. This is G-Dog's thoughts on the actress uh, Amanda Holden. I was thinking the other day, um, you know how, I know it's tragic that um, Amanda Holden lost her baby. Who? The first time. Who? <laughs> oh, don't but what I don't find tragic is that, uh, well, they made it front page news of the paper that she'd lost her baby. And now, now that she's uh, managed to conceive again, she's front page news on the paper again saying she's made another baby. What I think would be a lot more interesting is the fact that she's got another baby is not that's not front page news. What I think would be a lot better is if um, the moment of conception would be a lot more that'd be better front page news or maybe not front page news because if you saw that if you saw her getting fucked on the front of the page you wouldn't you wouldn't buy the paper you'd be like well I've seen it all already so I don't need to buy the paper. But maybe just give you a little teaser, like show her getting ready to get fucked to conceive a baby. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Hello. This is when she's trying to make a baby. And then on the inside, there's like. Do you a, feel like you've missed out, G Dog? There's like a sealed like part of the paper on the inside where it's like a it's like a flick book where they're trying every single position. And there's a man holding like enticing her husband, whoever he is. Like putting down a little G-string with her ass in the air, saying, "Oh, come!" Like how they're. St- oh no, that's not, not how babies are made. That doggy style, doggy style's not the best way to conceive. Apparently, like I think it's like fucking over. She's lying on her back with her legs in the air, trying to tuck all the sperm in. <laughs> Something like that. Either way, that'd be a lot better. Like be, that's interesting. It's like, yeah. Oh, she's pregnant again. I don't care. I didn't care about her losing the baby in the first place. But the fact. <laughs> she's pregnant again. What I want to see is her trying to have a baby. That's that's front page news. If they're gonna see, make it front page news about fucking stupid half celebrities getting pregnant, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to concentrate, but... No, I don't know what you're oh. saying. Please repeat it. <laughs> uh, so that was um, G-Dog talking about Amanda Holden giving birth in the paper and watching her give Look, birth Oh, no, giving paper. birth? Yeah, again, I want to uh, see her uh, uh, squeeze so cool. a big Tell fucking... No, I don't want to see that. Just the two, two of us, us. we but can make it if we try. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it's just this is like a filler, like a filler podcast, just yeah, to keep you waiting. Yeah, I mean, I was the full creep. We came around. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. If you give a little love, then it all comes back to you. La 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 la. Oh yeah, yeah you're gonna, gonna be remembered for the things that you say and do. La 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 la. <laughs>